0: Welcome to Rayma for Today Radio.
1: My oldest brother, who's, you'd just sort of barely call him a baby Christian, I guess. Bless his heart. Because he's never got his stamps in the Word, but he stumbles around, you know. And you'd call him a carnal Christian. But he and his wife, across town, was lying in bed in their home, Talking. And, and, and she said to him, said, uh, uh, "Who's? The, do you hear voices? And he said, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, she said, well, surely. And they lo- looked at the, at, they hadn't turned the light out. They, they, she looked at the clock and it was 15 minutes to one o'clock in the morning. And said, surely uh, nobody's playing their radio that loud at one o'clock in the morning or the television that we could hear it here with the house shut up, you know, and all.
0: You're listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series Spirit, Soul and Body by Kenneth e. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth e. Hagan's classic message.
1: Heaven knows. Heaven knows. Thank God they do, don't they? Can you say amen? Amen. Oh, my brother, sister. What I'm trying to get over to you is this. That the spirit world is just as real as this material, physical world which we live. And that the inward man is a spirit man. And he's just as real, in fact more real than this outward man. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. And then she said, now it has to be. I mean, to me, this is most outstanding. I never had an experience like this. I've had a lot of experiences. But I never had an experience like this. At the same time, let me prove, let me say something else too. At the same time, this was happening to me. My oldest brother, who's, you'd just sort of barely call him a baby Christian, I guess, bless his heart, because he's never got his stamps in the word, but he's stumbles around, you know, and you'd call him a carnal Christian. But he and his wife across town was lying in bed in their home talking. And and, and she said to him, said, uh, uh, who's the, do you hear voices? And he said, Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, she said, Well, surely. And they lo- looked at the, at, they hadn't turned the light out. They, they, she looked at the clock, and it was 15 minutes to 1 o'clock in the morning. And said, Surely, uh, nobody's playing a radio that loud at 1 o'clock in the morning or the television that we could hear it here with the house shut up, you know. and all." So she got up. Well, he said, my brother said, well, maybe, maybe somebody out in front, you know, on the sidewalk out in front of the house, somebody talking loud." So she got up, went to the front, opened the door, looked out, couldn't see a soul, didn't hear anything, come back and got in bed and said, well, I guess me and you hearing things. And so they started their conversation again, talking, and then suddenly she said to him, do you hear voices? And he said, yeah, I hear them. And so she raised her head up off the pillow. and reading around, and then saw her leaned over towards him, when she leaned over towards him, well, she said, when I get closer to you, they get louder. <laughs> said, it sounded like these voices are coming out of you, yet, yet he was talking to her about something else. And he said, when she said that, he said, I don't know, I never had anything like that. He said, maybe you can help me, but said I don't know, he said, when she said that, said, I was gone somewhere, I said, I don't know where I went. But said, I was just gone, just as though I might have, I know I didn't go to sleep, but said, I was off somewhere. Well, I knew he fell into a trance. Now, so he said, I, I saw Jesus and I saw Olita. That was our sister, our only sister. I saw them and I heard them talking. That's what we heard was them talking. But he said they weren't talking in English. It was a foreign tongue to me. I didn't understand what they said. Don't understand what he said to her, what she said to him. But, but I saw them there and they continued their conversation for a while. Then said she turned and spoke to me. And she told him, See, she didn't tell me the reason. She just said there was a reason why, but she told him the reason why I couldn't pray her out. Then she told him something that it had to be divine revelation for him. No, I never talked to him about it. But she said to him, she said, Now, now you're alive today and on earth today because of Kenneth. He's prayed you out of death three times. You would have been dead and in hell if it hadn't been for him. And that's absolutely the truth. The Lord came to me ahead of time told me, and I prayed him out. Thank God, thank God," he said. Now you are doing better, some, but you've got a long ways to go yourself. And then she told him something about one of her boys and how him tried to help him. Well, now you can't deny that. I mean, I mean, how how can you deny it? I mean, it's it's there. It's facts. I'm trying to get over to you. If we just knew how, this spiritual world is real. Praise Amen. God forevermore.
2: Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Heaven's real. Thank you. Thank the Lord. But now then she said to me, and, I, and this is not so important to you, but I just wanted to establish one fact with you And go along. She said now, her youngest boy, she said, you tell him. And really, I never knew this. I never talked to him personally. God had me to deal with him in the spirit one time, but yet he never said a word in the world about him being, being called to preach or something. But she said, you tell Jerry to consecrate and dedicate his life to God. Then she said to me, he's afraid to consecrate to God because he's afraid if he does, he'll have to preach or be a missionary or in the ministry. And said, you tell him that he'll never be happy. The longest day he lives, he'll never be happy and things will never go right with him until he does it. I told him. And the minute it did, it, it, it broke it down. He said, that's exactly right. That's exactly the truth. That's exactly why I wouldn't walk close to God. That's, I don't claim to be away all the way away from God, but I'm not going to church. I'm not where I ought to be for the simple reason that I know just as much. I've known it since I was 12 years old. I know just as much, and he's 20, be 21 in a few days. I know just as much as I know what my name is that God called me to preach. Well, if that's not divine revelation, what is it? Praise God, it has to be, doesn't it? has to be. It has to be. So, uh, I really didn't mean to get over that far into that area because there's some things there that I'm sure you wouldn't be as interested in as I would, but what I'm trying to establish the fact with you is this, of the reality of the inward man and the fact that the inward man is an eternal man and the fact that the spirit world is, is just as real a world praise God, as this world, and the fact that heaven is just as real a place, just as real as the city of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Amen. And that departed saints of God go to heaven and live there with Jesus just as much as you live here in Tulsa or whatever town you live in. And they're conscious of the fact that they're there, praise the Lord, just as much as you're conscious of the fact that you're here. And they there do not know everything that's going on down here on the earth from the natural standpoint. After all, what difference would it make up in heaven whether you was wearing a brown suit or a black suit today, whether you brought a new car, whether it's a Ford or a Cadillac or a Chevrolet, that wouldn't make a bit of difference in heaven, would it? What difference would it make up in heaven to know whether you had a T bone steak to eat today or just eat beans and gravy or, or cornbread and wild onions? I mean it wouldn't make a bit of difference in the world in heaven, would it? Isn't that right? But I tell you, it does make all the difference in the world in heaven of what people are doing spiritually. Amen. Glory to God. They know what people are doing spiritually. And if you've got loved ones and friends that's gone off in this world, they know what you are doing spiritually. So get in the race, bless God, and run it with patience. Hallelujah. And lay aside every sin and the weight that so easily beset you, and they'll be there pulling for you. Praise God. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember I was, uh, my boy went to uh, Candonville Bible Academy years ago when he was in high school, or oh, this year I guess he's a second, third year I guess. He's third year in high school. And uh, and he was, uh, this was the first year that they participated in, in track. Now they had a basketball team there and so actually his team went all the way to state that year. And, and some of the boys that was running the Olympics just uh, a few years ago Finally developed better, but he beat him in some of the races. If he'd gone on that direction, he'd probably done pretty good. But anyway, I, I mean, we stopped by there. My wife and I had to see him one time, and so they were having a track meet close by. In fact, it was a district meet, and so we went see him run, you see. Well, he was sitting up there, and you know, I'm a pretty calm fella like you know. But they come running down there by, the, by by this stand where we were sitting, you know, and, and man, he is right on the heels of the leader and actually did just beat him. But And, and I didn't realize he was doing it. I come to, who's that yelling? It's me, bless God. <laughs> I heard somebody yelling, you know, and it was me, you know, and I was, I was on my feet, brother, egging him on. <laughs> Amen, hollering him on. And I'll tell you, bless God, brother, I believe, I believe that our loved ones and friends that have gone on from this world are looking down over the battlements of heaven, and they see us in this race. And I believe, bless God, they're hollering us on. (laughs) Well, Lord, I know whether it helps you or not, I preach me happy. Hallelujah Hallelujah to Jesus. Can you say amen? amen? And you know, my brother, sister, when you believe what the Bible said, and the Bible says everything I've said, because I've proven it by the Bible. When you believe what the Bible said, it makes life sweeter, it makes heaven dearer. It makes heaven nearer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. Thank God. Well, I didn't even get the first few notes I had down here. I'll get that tomorrow night. I really didn't intend to give you some of that, but I did anyway, so it's, it's done. We're going to talk about uh, this inward man and his functions. We'll talk some about the soul. We'll talk some about the body as far as that's concerned. But you see, these other things are not so, this other part, the body and the soul, is not nearly so important as the spirit. Amen. Isn't that right? That's right. Don't know about you, but I'm sure glad it came. God's word is real. I hope don't anybody go off bless their stupid heart if they do. <laughs> Because that would certainly be a stupid to say, Brother Hagin, I'd beat you in there saying to Brother Hagin, talking to the dead. Oh, no, 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 no. But you know, if God sees fit to give you a vision of heaven and loved ones, that's all right, isn't it? I mean, that's it, but he wouldn't have to get your permission to do it. And if you could have a vision of Jesus, well, you could have a vision of them, and if, well, these things are real. Hallelujah. Let's stand together and we'll be dismissed.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagin. Call now to get this month's special offer. The 6 CD series that you've been hearing today Spirit, Soul and Body by Kenneth E. Hagen plus the mini book How You Can Be a Success in Life by Ken Hagen. Additionally, if you call today we'll include the bonus paperback book The Greater Glory by Ken Hagen. All three dynamic resources for just $39.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888- And remember, call to arms
2: November 7 through 9, building men a character. It's going to be a great, 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 great. Uh, men's conference. That's right. I I do them differently. I said I've been you know I grew up in this. I saw so many of them. A lot of hype. I said if I do a men's conference, it's going to have some meat to it. They are there is nine different workshops that you can go to, and I'm going to tell you what each one of them is designed yes. to deal with problems that men face real problems. Absolutely. And, and, and of course, building men of character. And this helps us to yes. be able to build our character so we can live the life that we need to live uh, for God, be the examples that we need to be for our families. Mm-hmm. You want to get here. Just go to rhema.org slash CTA and, and you can sign up right there. And all the other information is there about hotels and so forth. Uh, we're going to be looking for
0: you. Make plans to join us next week at the same time and station for more of this series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.